podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Storytelling, September 5, 2019 by Nikki Yu. Okay, um, how do we choose stocks? I choose stocks based on strong secular trends and tailwinds. But other than that, one of the biggest reasons why we buy a company is we look at the market cap versus the total addressable market versus the TAM, T-A-M. So I was saying for quite a while, uh, Huya 2021, before earnings, we bought this. And as I was saying, Huya was actually a very uh, big range before, 20 to 29, then back to 20 to 26, back to 20, now it's about 24.8, 24.6. Within that volatility, I actually did um, what any rational person would, which is seeing 29 was quite high, I sold a bit at about 26. So I didn't really get to sell at the top went down to 20 i wasn't aware that it would fall to 20 to be honest um what i do is i always sell half uh when i sold at 26 i thought now okay if ever maga higher low yan i didn't really expect it would go 2021 so i bought it back mga 25 26 again sold again Tapos bumaba na naman yan ng 20 to 21. Actually, nakakatawa talaga tong stock na to. Tatlong beses yan ng 20 to 21. Kaya nung August, nung 21 pa rin siya, I bought again. Ngayon, 24.8 na siya. Um, I have the option to sell again. Pero, part of me thinks that I'll hold. Because, if you look at the chart, Ano na siya, nag-narrow na yung range, so it's time for it to go to 29 or 30. If it doesn't happen, it's okay. Kasi, 2 to 3 quarters of very strong growth. When I say strong growth, it's 100% revenue growth, 100% income um, year-on-year changes. Kasi, from loss to income, marami siyang net profit. Um... When we choose a stock, we're always talking about secular tailwinds. Given that sobrang lakas ng industry growth ng esports, we identified all the names that would benefit from this. I mentioned the China, uh, ano, um, Africa TV, which is same business model of Huya. Africa TV was a 73x. What this means is your $1 is $73 if you bought during IPO price of Africa TV. Uh, the beauty about Huya is that this was an IPO just last year. So, it is easy to assume that if a company like Twitch has quadrupled, well, you can't buy kasi Twitch kasi private siya. It's owned by Amazon. Pero is it normal for me to assume na a $20 IPO Huya can go $40? Of course, it's normal. So, especially when you are already executing. So, Huya is actually in my long-term portfolio ever since January, February. Na-trade lang yan kasi ang likot ng range. But 
um, I'm not really um, trading huya eh. Or if ever na trade ko, dahil lang kasi sa volatility. If the stock we chose never have volatility, I don't really trade it. Example, QSR. Hindi ko naman itre-trade yan eh. Uh, we got in 64 dahil doon sa Burger King Impossible Foods. Mm. I remember buying this, ano, um, I remember seeing the April Fool's Impossible Whopper noong April. So around May, we've already seen, seen na malakas yung uh, demand from 50 plus stores ng St. Louisiana ginawa ni Burger King, 1,000 stores nationwide. So that alone, we know na malakas yung demand which will be a preview na malakas yung earnings. So, um, it took a quarter, three months after pa, saka lumipad si QSR. But within that three months time, 64 went as high as about 77, 78. I actually thought it would hit 80. Pero hindi nag-80. Tapos nag-secondary offering kagabi, about $75. So, that's the time for us to leave. Uh, in fairness, QSR never had a volatility. When I mean no volatility, umaangat si QSR dati, papiso-piso lang. Pero yung 64, inabot ng 75. Ganun din nangyari sa workday sa atin initially. Eh. First quarter, we, we, I bought workday 190, sold about 215, 220. Pag nagkakaroon ng volatility, generally speaking, it's time to leave the stock. Big sabi ng volatility parang down 10%, up 10%. Pag ganun, medyo mahirap na yun hawakan. So, pag nag-ganun-ganun na yung stock, hindi mo na siya pwede hawakan. Pero kung yung up-down niya is medyo nasa $1, $2 lang. Or mga nasa $1 to $2. Depende, $1 is, kunwari, uh, ano ba yung mga stock na $1, $2 lang gumalaw. Example, Disney tsaka Microsoft, napaka-low volatility niyan. Super low volatility yan. Coca-Cola, super low volatility. Coca-Cola went about 20% up this year, pero the volatility is nasa 1%. Ang AT&T, nag-up naman siya dyan ng 20%, pero ang volatility niyan, 1% or 0.5% in a day. What I'm saying is, depende naman kasi sa tao, di ba? Um, part of our positions aminado tayo, I bought some names talaga para pampatulog eh. Para lang hindi masyado volatile yung portfolio. Uh, AT&T was one of them. Sinabi naman natin na value dividend play talaga yon. The fact that it's already doing 52-week new high, ano na yon? More of parang swerte chamba na yan. Kasi generally speaking, pag mabili tayo ng dividend names, hindi naman natin na-expect na magmomentum siya eh. Na-expect lang natin na ano siya, ah, uh, stay there, maybe earn 10% and then get the dividend every year. Kung umangat, it's probably 50% in 5 years. Pero collect dividends 6% in 5 years, so that's about 80% return in 5 years. May ganun bang names? Yes, maraming ganun names actually. Coca-Cola, uh, uh, PNG, Unilever, um, Hershey's, Nestle, I think I've shown a lot of charts na ganun. Mga dividend aristocrats, mga tawag natin dun. Ganda earnings, maganda chart. Pero, the chart was not really the reason why we bought them. Kumbaga parang, we tried to study the sector first. Tapos, nagkataon na, oh, maganda rin pala chart. Which means that, when the 
market is fearful, talagang your dividend stocks are the most recession-proof stocks. Proven na yan time and time again. You can see naman the fast casual sector this year, uh, malakas. Um, the fact that McDonald's mo, all-time highest, Chipotle, all-time highest, Wendy's, Yum, Yum, which owns KFC, Taco Bell, lahat naman yan, all-time high. Eh. So, that tells you na that's one reason why I prefer uh, getting Jollibee in the Philippines habang dinurog siya, habang nagkaroon ng coffee bean tea leaf acquisition na dilemma kasi historically recession proof names yung mga ganyan um, and the reason why na sharpen din yung appetite ko to buy yung mga, mga supermarket kasi na I've missed out on some names na in the past uh, there was a time that Uniqlo was actually trading at about 30 to 40,000 yen and um, there was also a bad news during that time. Um, uh, fast retailing, nagkaroon ng problema yun eh. <clears throat> and during that time, lahat naman ng retail stores talaga, nagkakaroon ng ubusan. Kasi, Nine West, nagsarado, bankruptcy, Esprit, bankruptcy. Pero you don't expect naman the winner of the retail segment, which is fast retailing, to do bankruptcy. So, there was a apparent na uh, aberration, kumbaga. Example, like sa supermarket. Bakit naging 9 times PE ratio tong si Kroger Foods? Kasi, um, Amazon bought Whole Foods, right? Nung time na yon, because Amazon bought Whole Foods, lahat ng supermarket, binantahan siya, ano, no, ano, no, no look, at no look pass, basta bang, benta lahat, ganun. So, of course, nakita niya naman, Walmart, Target, Dave, proceeded to go up. So, it's not as if na parang nauna tayo na, sige, bilhin natin Kroger kasi magaling tayo. No, we didn't do that. We actually took um, a look at the management strategies. Tama ba ginagawa ni Kroger? Number one, nagpartner si Kroger kay Okado. We know that kasi si Okado, binabantayan natin. Okado, which is the warehouse robot automation in London. Uh, si warehouse robot automation ng London, because you are a disruptor, and because you allow the margins of retailers to expand because you're doing something good. Essentially, low labor. Kasi, you can deliver 400, 200,000. You can pack 200,000 deliveries with only four workers. Can you imagine that? Yung efficiency scale ng ganun. So, may capex, of course. Pero, for some companies with a big retail um, outlet, and Kroger has 2,700 stores. I think 2,767 supermarkets and stores. Mga retail department stores yan. So, Given that, and my cash flow naman siya, we saw that the second largest supermarket should not be allowed to be trading at bankruptcy levels. Well, hindi naman bankruptcy levels yung 9 times PE ratio. Pero, minsan lang yun. Kasi, in the Philippines, even a pure gold, hindi nga nagtitrade ng 9 times PE ratio. Ang, ang pure gold nagtitrade yan nasa mga 15 times, 17 times, 20 times. So, alam mo yun, parang there's a very big valuation gap. That's why, um, yung mga ganun, nilalabanan natin. Pero hindi naman tayo like Superman. Parang, oh, sige, pasok tayo 22. Did we know that babalik ng 25? We didn't know. Basta 20 to 22. I still remember telling you guys, oh, pasok tayo Kroger. Did it go up kagad? No, it took about, I think, 3 to 2, 2 to 3 weeks yata bago siya umangat. <clears throat> so, 22, makukuha mo pa 21 eh. I bought 22. Bumaba pa 21 yan or something. Kasi when we are trying to bet, we're just really making an estimate. Example, Shell. Shell Philippines. 
sa Pilipinas, contrarian take yan. Kasi lahat ng taon nakita, oh, down 50%, baka mag-down 90% yan. Ayaw nila yan, kasi oil, ba? Diba? Gets naman yun eh. Baka dumaradiretsyo yung net income, mag-loss, loss, loss. Okay. But the question is, um, did they pay their dividends this year? Yes, they paid 4.8 billion pesos. Will they pay 5 billion pesos uh, dividends next year? Yes, kasi may 14 billion pesos na free cash flows eh. Pati yung capex niya na mag-open siya ng 50 to 70 na stations next year. Ano na rin? Allocated na rin yung 4 billion pesos na yun. So essentially, nakalaan na yung dividends. So yung March na yan, kahit hintayin ko lang for the next 6 months na magbayad lang siya ng March, kailangan ko lang lagpasan yung mga patibong na hindi siya malugi ng billion this quarter and hindi siya malugi ng next quarter ng another billion. Uh, is it likely for them to continue to lose money na 50% down? It's hard to say. I'm not saying that oil companies or refining margins are doing well. Pero the way I see it, um, flat naman yung ano niya. Flat yung pinapakita niya sa presentation. So wala na masyadong volatility enough to scare people to to ano to lose money in uh, their oil kasi hindi ko rin naman alam kung si Shell Philippines kung naka long oil ba siya o naka short oil siya or ano bang ginagawa niya sa refining niya pero the the point is the fact na this year 50% down ng income niya nandiyan na sa 5 billion pesos yung income niya mm, and then your market cap is nasa 50 billion, pwede na. Pwede na labanan, di ba? Nasa mga 9 to 10 times PE ratio. So, I don't think it's gonna go 5 times PE ratio. Which which goes, uh, which makes me go to another point. Pag bumili ka ba, tapos nadurog ng 10% down bukas, cut mo na ba yun? Well, depende eh. Bakit nag 10% down siya bukas? I would see, depende, uh, if there was some news that triggered it to drop 10% the next day, willing naman tayo to cut our losses. Pero if, kunwari, nagka-capitulation, nakita naman na natin eh, Shell Philippines, nag-capitulate na eh, ilang millions of shares na yung tinapon eh. Tapos tapos na yung FTSE rebalancing. Kung nagsa-sell off lang si Shell Philippines dahil sa FTSE rebalancing, tapos na yun, di ba? Ano pa yung negative news na kailangan mong ilabas? Hindi ko rin alam, pero for a 50 billion peso market cap, that's 1 billion dollars with 1,000 stations, eh, parang binili mo yung isang station for 5 million pesos. ba diba? Tama ba? Parang, oh Eh, hindi naman, the way I see it, kasi meron siyang cash eh. Meron siyang 14 billion pesos. So, parang bumili ka ng kumpanya na talagang mura. So, yun, put the position, get the dividend this was the same logic when we actually pitched PLC I, pa, I, I pitched PLC I remember mga December 2018 nandun din sa presyong yan 70 centavos 70 cents umangat ng piso ngayon balik ulit 70 cents bakit ba siya umaangat ng piso pag March kasi may 5 centavos eh bukit na yun eh yung 5 centavos na dividend hindi naman pumapalya sa dividendo yung PLC na yun eh So, ganun, nung December, 70 centavos, 
Sa bagay ngayon, September pa lang. Kung gusto maghintay ng December, o di okay lang. Baka December, 70 centavos pa rin yung PLC. The way I see it, yes, the market in the Philippines is quite weak kasi ang daming value play. You can get dividends like 10% in Shell. You can get a 7% dividend yield here. Para tayong December 2018 in the Philippines, ha? Kasi sa US, December 2018, it was a really, really, really bad time. But ngayon, USA, it's up about what? I think up mga 15 to 20% yung USA. So, hindi naman uh, murky yung buong mundo. I would say that maybe Philippines and Hong Kong, medyo mahina. Kaya siguro yung Hong Kong and China, nangyayari dyan. Mapansin mo, every time si JD nasa 32, binibentahan. Pero pagbagsak naman, 27, 26, minibili. Napapansin ko yan kasi eh, ilang buwan na hawak ko yung JD na yan eh. 27, 32, 27, 32, parang merry-go-round. Uh, for a while, tong MPI, ganyan naman yung nangyari, di ba? 455, 455, ngayon lang naman nag-breakout ng 5 ng todo-todo, gap up pa. Pag nag-breakout siya, pupunta na ba ng 5.5 yung MPI? Pwede, 5.5 to 6. After what, one year? But, yun, catalyst niya was the hospital units. I'm not really momentum trading Philippines kasi weak yung Pilipinas kung momentum lang. Doon na tayo sa ano, USA. Sa USA, ang daming momentum eh. Momentum eh, di hintayin mo lang tong Shake Shack tsaka, ano, tsaka Starbucks. Hintayin mo lang talaga sa tingin ko mga $85 kung makuha natin. Momentum, well, Pintuoto, we got in early, 22. Kung momentum mo yan, papatulan mo sa 31, 32, 33 dollars yan. Kasi, gap up yan, tapos maganda earnings. Kaso, ang takot mo dyan, Pintuoto is a Chinese company. Hindi siya like parang, um, kasi for a while, all the Chinese e-commerce platform, every time magkaroon ng trade war, binibentahan siya. Kaya nga, nagiging range yung JD tsaka yung Alibaba eh. And for a time, si Pintuoto, bungguyan talaga sa 28. 20, 28, 20, 28. Imagine mo, 40% range. So, tingin ko rin kung aangat si JD, ah, si Pintuoto, another $8 dun sa 20 to 28, which is mga 36. Pero we don't call top, so we'll let it be. Tingnan natin kung where it really goes. Um... USA, may mga names kasi na malalakas pero super mahal. Example, oo, we like Beyond Meat. Oo, we like Zoom. Pero hindi naman natin bibilin dyan. Kung ayaw nila bumaba, edi ayaw nila bumaba. So what? Edi hahanap tayo ng iba. Um, I would say that maraming names in this year na medyo for me, nakakagago yung presyo. Pero hindi naman natin sigurado, ba? Diba? So, But I, I chose Kroger kasi nga, yun na eh, 9 times P.E. ratio. Ngayon, nasa 10 point something times P.E. ratio na. Ngayon, yung mga momentum players, titingnan nila yung Kroger, bibili na yun. Kasi, oy breakout na, nag-break na yung 24. Medyo may pattern na of higher lows. What I'm saying is, kasi nagpafunda tayo, di man tayo sa hindi marunong mag-chart. More like parang inuunahan natin yung mga momentum Bago mag-momentum, pag nakita natin na, oh, masyado na tong durog, bantayan natin. Example, Capri Holdings. Hindi ko sinasabi na maging momentum yan. Hello, napakapangit ng chart na yan. Eh. Magkakaroon resistance yan, $30, $33, $35. Ang question, aangat ba yun ng $30 o babagsak ng 
I think at $25-$26, nasa $4 billion market cap yan. Again, I tell you, tumitingin ako ng market cap. Kasi, to know if a stock is cheap, anong mabibili ko sa $4 billion? Alam mo ba na ang Zynga, $5 billion? So, ang question ko sa'yo, sa tingin mo ba mas malaking kumpanya yung Versace, Jimmy Choo, and Coors? Or mas malaki itong Zynga? Of course, dahi, uh, mahirap masabi, di ba? Kasi for some people, hindi, talaga, wala nang nag-shopping dyan, or nabinoykot na ng China, and so forth. Yes, but I don't think that boycott is worth a billion dollar loss. Which happened because of uh, Bubu, right? So, kahit man lang mabalikan ni Capri Versace yung ano, yung 1 billion dollar loss na nagkamali siya dun sa t-shirt fiasco niya sa Hong Kong protest, that would already make it go from 26 to 30 bucks. So, parang yun, hinahanap kayo mga ganong asymmetric trades. Parang, minsan lang kasi may ganon. Um, we saw that in Activision, oh, nagsalita si Trump, oh, blah, 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 nagkapatayan sa supermarket ng Walmart. Tapos, blame ni Trump, wala siya ma-blame. Oh, sinabi niya, kasalanan daw ng video games. Oh, nung time na yun, 45 to 47 yung Activision, ano sinabi natin? Bili, kasi ang ganda ng earnings ng Activision. Hindi naman ako na, na, nakinig dyan kay Trump, eh. wala akong pinakinggan dyan sa kay Trump. Titingnan lang natin yung mga binibili natin, okay ba earnings nito? In fairness sa USA, pwede mo kasi i-tune out yung noise. Hindi ka tulad dito, parang pag may nangyaring politika, hindi mo pwede i-tune out eh. Example, oh, today nga, sinabi nga ni Duterte, oh, game na ulit yung Pogo, hindi nga umangat yung BMW and Fly eh. I mean, umangat siya, pero hindi siya bumalik na prior to pre-Pogo announcement na levels nung tipong nasa 11 plus si BMW. Does that mean DMW will hit 11? Or does that mean FLI will hit 180 again? Well, I think yes. Pero matagal eh. Minsan late reaction Pilipinas. Pero kaya nga nakakagulat na ano eh, na hindi tayo efficient. That, that, that's essentially the point. Matagal. It takes time. Pero aabot din naman tayo dyan. Um... CVS Health, di ba? We like that. CVS Health, okay naman. 3% yield yan. Alam mo, sa USA, if you can get 3% dividend yield, swak ka na eh. Kaya nga, people thank me, uy, grabe to ah. AT&T paying 6% yield, dividend dollars, tapos meron ka pang upside sa streaming. Paminsan-minsan lang talaga yon. Sabi ko, o nga eh, chamba no, 9 times PE ratio pa during that time. Actually, may mga contrarian picks ako na hindi ko pa sobrang sure. Uh, babantayan ko siya next few days. Pag medyo, I, I'm definite already na talagang okay na to. Usually, okay na yun. It means na yung chart, nag-uptick na yun. Example, yung Kroger ngayon, okay na okay na yun. Kasi, duh, kinonfirm na ng market na, oh, tama ka, 22 was really a buy. 21 was a buy. Ngayon, 24 na yung Kroger eh. 24 something na. Why did we identify Kroger as a buy? Eh kasi nga, 3% yield, free cash flow, nagbebenta ka ng Charlotte Web sa loob, so lahat ng mga cannabidiol fans dun, bu- dun bibili. Cannabidiol, yun yung marijuana. CBD na hindi nakahay. Para sa mga, mga ano lang, cannabis oil, mga cannabis soap related, basta mga ganun pa, pang stress relief. 
Tsaka para matanggal yung mga epilepsy ng mga taong meron. Mga seizures, ganun. So, medical related. Actually, kung magmamariwana play ka, meron, ano, may mga safe way to do it. One of the safe ways is, ano, um, Altria Group. Hindi ako mahilig sa mga sigarilyo, pero Altria, uh, I haven't checked the chart. Tagal ko na hindi na-check. Pero, what happened kasi with Altria is, alam niyang pababa na yung business of cigarettes. So, nandun siya sa vaping. Nandun siya sa mga, ano, mga e-cigs. Diba? Tapos, yun, meron siyang ownership sa canopy growth. Yun, uh, gumagawa sila, na, yung sa Juul, pwede, hindi mo gumagawa, meron na eh, may mga products sila na, mga CBD, ano, CBD related products yun. So, kung mag-take off yung CBD, syempre, ang unang magiging pioneer sa mga ganyan, yung mga sigarilyo, yung mga alcohol, Corona is one of the ano early Corona is Constellation brands. So tong dalawa lang, Altria at Constellation brands. They're your typical vice stocks, sin stocks. Pero niya may little kasi sin stocks kaya I don't I don't ano. I don't have this. I just know them na they give about 3 to 5% yield, decent naman 'yun. But I don't go for it kasi kung 3% yield lang, ang daming ang daming sa US nang mimigay ng 3% yield na choose what you want. Like, ako, for me, 3% yield, si, ano, Hasbro, pwede na sa akin yun. Hasbro is a $15 billion company. O mga, sorry, mga $13 billion company. Tanya-kanya eh. Mahilig ako sa mga kid stuff. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of parents would do anything for their children buy them nerf buy them barbie buy them those avengers toys uh, probably the 33 year olds above they would also be purchasing those magic the gathering cards and stuff so um, hasbro also bought peppa pig alam mo yun yung mga yun kumbaga i'm not saying that hasbro will be like uh, It will not defy gravity. Of course, toys are still um, a consumption-related thing na kung mayaman ka, bili ka ng toys. Kung hindi, hindi, ba? Diba? So, it's not exactly a recession-proof type of company. But Hasbro, nagulat nga ako eh kasi akala ko wala nang bumibili ng toys. Pero, apparently not. Um, sa kakapag-aral ko dyan sa Hasbro, kaya ako na-identify si Funko, which I also bought. Kasi, Funko is cheap. Nasa 1 billion dollar market cap. O, one and a half billion dollar. Yung malaki talaga yung upside ng Funko. Kaya binili ko eh. Kahit sa 22. What I do is, basta, pag medyo tingnan mo yung market cap, tingnan mo yung upside, tingnan mo yung sales. Generally speaking, pag less than one yung price to sales, you're safe. Especially if it's growing naman. And malakas yung growth ni, ano, ni Funko. Funko has been growing about, ano eh, nasa 40 o tasa 30%. Basta mataas yung growth nitong Funko Pop. So, medyo ano, amazing siya na story. Amazing numbers. Uh, no wonder Funko went $5 to $25 to $24, diba? Times 5. Pero kasi yung earnings niya, yung sales niya, triple quadruple than, ano, than the past. Lakas ng sales eh. $700 million worth of Funko Pop toys. Tapos nag-diversify sila with board games, with apparel. Mga, meron sila mga Nerf bags, mga ganon. Meron sila mga tie-up kay 
shoes kay Adidas, mga Spider-Man na Funko Pop, meron silang ganun. Si Spider-Man Funko na naka-Adidas, may mga limited edition, may ganun sila. Tapos, uh, yun nga, 1,000 IPs, lahat eh. May Stranger Things, may Squirtle, lahat na lang. Venom, may Funko. Basta lahat ng mga uh, novelty, meron si Funko. Meron siyang Rick and Morty board game. Yeah, for me, parang the fact na sobrang lakas kasi ng novelty. Uh, novelty. Nakita ko kasi yung lakas ng Etsy. Kaya, yung Funko, niwala ko dun. Hmm. It's easy to buy if you know the sector. So, what do I do? Uh, I watch a lot of movies. Kasi lahat naman ng pinitch ko, halos lahat movies if you notice eh. Uh, if you're a fan of Disney, marami kasing sector branches yan, di ba? Charter Communications, which is broadband. Hindi ko nabili yung Charter Communications, honestly speaking. Pero, yun, uh, yung 5G play, gusto natin. Ang pinitch ko lang sa niya, Semiconductor eh, which is Silinx. Pero marami talaga. May mga competitor yun eh. Pero lahat ng competitor niya walang kwenta. Kaya hindi ko na siya ever minention sa inyo. Kasi if I mention so many companies, may hilo talaga kayo. Pero ano, ganun tayo mamili. Sector trend, secular trend, tailwind. As I said, minsan yung big thesis idea ko lang is maraming mayaman na Chinese. So dahil maraming mayaman na Chinese... Uh, 1.4 billion people gusto kong mag-participate sa pag-shopping spending spree nila therefore Alibaba JDPDD yun triple ano triple threat tayo doon we we you could have, you could get all of them pero napansin ko ang laki-laki na kasi ng Alibaba how do you expect a 500 billion dollar market cap to go 1 trillion dollar market cap medyo hard that's why doon ako kay JD nasa mga JD, if I remember correctly, ah, nasa mga $40 billion market cap. <clears throat> And then, Pintuotua, nasa less than $10 billion market cap. So, ganun ako tumingin. Pinitin ako yung market cap. Kasi, kung yung market cap, nakikita ko ko na, eh, pager duty. but ko bebet yan? Market cap ni pager duty ngayon, $2 billion. For $2 billion. And you have a uh, captive, ano ah, meron kang captive na kliyente mga 11,000 clients yan. Tapos, parang 17% of them Fortune 500 companies. Tapos, 50% of Fortune 2,000 companies. Malaki din eh. Malaki yung user base. Kaya, and I see there's potential growth. So, rationally, kung 2 billion dollar market cap ka pa lang ngayon, bibili na ako sa'yo habang 2 billion dollar market cap ka pa lang. So, what I'm saying is, I'm buying a company habang $1 billion market cap pa lang siya, $2 billion market cap pa lang siya. And pansinin mo ah, ano yung mga companies ko na $1 billion, $2 billion? Okay. Ano yung binili ko ng less than $2 billion? Beyond Meat, less than $2 billion na binili natin. Uh, Funko Pop ngayon, nasa $1.5 billion na binili natin. O mga $1.3 billion. Okay naman. Um, ano pa ba? Ano ba mga mura? Ah, Okay. Yung di ko sure, yun, baka nga mali ako, ba diba? Turtle Beach kasi, nagbebenta siya ng headset. Ang problema ko, kalaban mo Logitech, ang dami niya palang kalaban, kahit na 36% market share siya. That said, $150 million market cap lang siya today, and yung income niya, may gulay, nasa $50 million. Three times PE ratio lang siya, so willing ako to bet. Kung parang, 
edi bilhin na lang ikaw ng somebody kasi mura ka naman. Tsaka hindi naman how show yung mga 3 times PE ratio na yun. Kumbaga, para ngayon, yung Capri Holdings, 4 times PE ratio, sige, bet na kita. Kasi hindi ka naman magiging zero, ba? Parang hindi ka mamababankrap. Walang utang si, ano, si Turtle Beach. Just in case you're asking. Si, ano, si Capri Holdings, uh, I think may konting utang eh. Pero hindi siya, ano, hindi siya tipong utang na ikamamatay ni, ano, ni Versace, Jimmy Choo, and, uh, what's this, course, Michael Kors. So, yung sales nila nasa mga 5 billion dollars and yet their market cap is 4 billion dollars. So, contrarian take tayo. Uh, that's the same rationale how I chose to buy Jollibee. San ko ba nakuha yung 180 to 220 na price range? Tingin nyo ba? Chart lang yon Hindi naman. 180 pesos, binilang ko yon 100 billion dollar write-off dun sa mga Smash Brothers, ah, sorry, yung Smash Burger, tsaka yung ano, yung CBTL kasi inisip ko, sige let's say napakatanga mo na Jollibee, magpatalo ka na sa lahat ng binili mong acquisition i-write down kita na 100 billion pesos, magkano yung market cap slash nun, so pag ginawa mo yon you'll come up with a price of 180 pesos so sabi ko, hindi naman siya sobrang tanga so sige, kahit 60 billion dollar write-off anong presyo yung 60 billion, sorry not dollar, 60 billion pesos write-off that 60 billion pesos write-off is 220 Nasa mga 220. So, when it fell to 20 below, I just followed my plan. But technically, kahit naman hindi 220, pwedeng 225, pwedeng 228, ready to buy din naman talaga ako. It's just that if people wanted to sell, why do you have to buy up? Ay di, sige, let them sell down. ba? Parang, actually, yung shell, willing naman to buy kahit 33 eh. eh. Kaso, kung willing to sell down sila 32, 32.3, 32.1, oh, pwede na, sige. Or ter- nag-31.4 pa nga ang Shell Philippines, ba? Imagine mo yon. So, for me, parang hindi mo makukuha talaga exact low. Pero, pwede na. Basta around that level, sige, kuha ka na market price. Um, lahat ng yan, hindi mo naman kasi malalaman talaga. Malalaman mo na tama ka. Matagal pa, mga 3 months mo pa malalaman. Minsan, swerte lang. Like, uy, 1 month after, nag-up 10% na yung hawak natin. Mga ganun, chamba-chambaan lang yon. Um, minsan kasi nagkakapitulit tapos lahat ng tao alam nila yung company na yan kaya magsisibilihan sila kasi uh, tayo kasi nasa Philippines tayo kaya hindi natin nararamdaman na oh Kroger this is a big company uh, magtanong ka na lang ng mga neighbors mo sa USA Kroger is the second largest supermarket in the USA tapos Kroger established company na yan more than mga 70-80 years na yan dami siyang stores so uh, supermarket department stores, marami yan, sobra. And talaga, the reason why I made a bet on Kroger is because bilib ako kay Neuro, tsaka bilib ako kay Okado. Same reason why I also bet on JD, kasi bilib ako kay Google, which is si Waymo. Kasi si JD, partner nga siya with Google. All I'm saying is, we buy a company we know, pero, hindi man tayo pwedeng mag-all-in, kasi paano kung mali, edi wasak. So, ginagawa ko talaga, pasensyahan tayo, 20 plus yung companies talaga na hawak ko. Minsan nga, nagta-30 names pa eh. Eh, ginagawa ko kasi, pag nag-sell half ako ng something, bibili pa ako ng something.